Welcome into the Brooklyn Grit with your hosts, Bruce, Joseph, and Brandon, coming right at you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Brooklyn Grit listeners, we're here. We're back. Week 8, podcast number 9. This is our pre-free agency podcast. This is the 733rd time we're recording this because... Because Bruce is a violin. I keep sounding like a violin. New Jersey, shitty Wi-Fi, shitty cell phone service. I'm the new Joseph. Uh, You know what? Barbecue Bruce. (laughs) Boondocks Bruce. Yeah, that's it. Um... So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make our final predictions for Nets free agency. Uh, we're gonna talk a little NBA awards first. And uh, Brandon, get us started. How do you feel about the NBA awards being on June twenty fourth on a Monday night after the finals are over? I don't know. This is probably my second time saying it, but I wasn't <laughs> very enthusiastic. Um, I didn't care that D'Angelo Russell lost the Most Improved Player. I think it was a huge topic going into the playoffs. Everyone on Twitter was having wars with Raptors fans. Who should win it? Obviously, D'Angelo was just led us to the playoffs, so we were high. We were just all amped up, ready for the awards, and all of a sudden, you wait like, what, three months, two months later? And yeah. D'Angelo Russell is pretty much gone in three days, and no one in that's Twitter cares. Yeah, no one gives a shit. Joseph, did you care about the NBA <clears throat> awards? Did you watch them? I didn't even watch it. No, I mean I, I followed on Twitter who was winning, but I mean I really didn't didn't care. And I've known it's been feels like for months we we knew Siakam was going to win regardless. And because yeah. I I saw so many writers saying that that would be their pick, and I just wasn't even worth watching to me. And I think yeah. it's stupid. I think it's stupid to do it after after the season's over and all that. They should have done it right at right like right before the playoffs or something. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that they do the voting before the playoffs because the playoffs are not included. And then yeah. we watch the whole playoffs. And as Brandon said, these playoffs are like seven weeks long. And then we find out these awards. And I don't know. There, there was nothing unpredictable about them. Um, I, thought, I thought maybe, I don't know, did you guys know Rudy Gobert was winning Defense Player of the Year? I thought that kind of surprised me a little bit. No, it was either going to be like really a toss-up between him and or Kawhi Leonard, really. Only thing I I found ridiculous about not not the um, award show in itself was but is the Rockets the Twitter account that was like one of the most ridiculous things I've seen. Oh, that they, Rockets Twitter thread. Yeah, yeah, they were killing them on the Houston on the ESPN Houston radio shows all in the next morning. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear. I was I was hoping they wouldn't be homers about that thread. Was ridiculous. What was no, the thread? Yeah, were, yeah, they, they, yeah Joseph. Go ahead. No, oh, you got it. All right. No, um, they basically tweeted out about like um that congrats, but we but we respectively disagree, and it just posted some James Harden highlights, and That's... I know they I know they were getting killed in the comments, and it was just I think it was just ridiculous. Like you know that the, intern got fired. <laughs> the fact, yeah. Go ahead. It was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. Yeah. Just suck it up. The guy's already won the MVP. He just they just choked again in the playoff. Just suck it up. They talk about even on these the Houston radio shows about how the the Rockets sometimes it feels like the Rockets care more about James Harden winning MVPs than they care about winning championships. Yeah. And they show like how they 
how they cater to him all the time, whether it's on social media or whatever. They do. Kiss his ass totally. Um, Their look, new look, owner's just garbage. I hate Yeah, him. He's, he's cheap. He pretends he's not cheap. He's a know-it-all. He doesn't know what he's doing. Did you see that interview, though, where he was like, we need – pretty soon they're going to have – I can't remember his last name. Joe, do you remember his last name? Tillman Fertitta? Yeah, he's like – uh, over time, this team's going to get some more fatigue, and they're all going to be like me or something like that. It's just like, what? <laughs> and and it really pissed me off when that, that – I don't know if it's the same interview when Daryl Morey was standing next to him. Yeah, that yeah. was the same interview. Yeah. Yep. Just his hand on his shoulders to agree. You know Morey doesn't like that shit. Get out of here. <laughs> Garbage. Um. So so we know that Kawhi Leonard is the best two-way player in the NBA. Who's the second best two-way player in the NBA? Paul George. Uh, yeah. Paul uh, George, I think. Paul George, Giannis. I would say mm. Giannis. Yeah, I mean, Paul George and Giannis both up there for Defense Player of the Year. And Paul George, it was, was I don't know how, how many people they vote for, but I know that for MVP, it was Giannis, James Harden, Paul George. So Is Paul right George really a good two-way player, though? Uh, he was top three in Defensive Player of the Year voting. Wow. I mean, I've always heard that he – I've always heard, heard he's like defenders in the league. I mean, I haven't watched him enough, but that's what I hear all the time. And Overrated. Yeah. Overrated. Overrated. He's a pretty damn good player, though. He's an overrated player. He's gotten a lot, he's gotten a lot better since Indiana. Yeah, it's true. I mean, he had an awesome year this year. Yeah. Overrated. He, he stuck, I honestly thought he was a real – dark horse. Go ahead. What do you say, Joseph? I honestly felt he was a real dark horse – to win that award before, I think he got that shoulder injury and he started slacking off a little bit. Yeah, poor guy's always getting hurt. But I mean, he had, he played seventy seven games this year, twenty eight. Was numbers twenty eight, eight rebounds, four assists, and two steals a game. I mean, those are impressive numbers. Overrated. <laughs> You're an idiot. Oh, he's being Brandon Bayless right now. Yeah, Brandon Bayless is back. I thought we got rid of Brandon Bayless. I thought BL City one eighty was here, and Brandon Bellis was gone. Listen, I would never want Paul George on my team. No? What do you no, mean? Never. Why? No one wants an overrated player. You know, he, he never wins anything. He's just last, lackadaisical, kind of just there. That's um, a, <clears throat> a hot take. Or is he a fourth-tier shooting, shooting a small forward? No, I wouldn't go that far, but he's <laughs> definitely not a superstar. Not even close. All right. Um... Yeah, so everybody else, like, I think, Brandon, you, you, you hit some good points, man. If, if this award show was right before the playoffs started, we would have all been standing for D'Angelo Russell about yeah. how this man carried this team to the playoffs while Siakam just had to improve his game and be a contributor. I mean, he's great. Don't get me wrong. And now we just get to say goodbye to D'Angelo in three days. Yeah. Goodbye, D'Angelo. Are you, are you sad about that, Brandon? Have you have you come to terms? You know, you, I I'm a 180, I, or you at 160 right now? I I've came to terms. <laughs> it's, I don't really agree with it, but I accepted my fate. Uh, I'm pretty emotionless towards it. I won't be hurt. Yeah, I will. I will honestly be shocked to see him resign. That's how it is. Yeah, right I now. would. I would yeah. too at this at this point, and I know. One of the first 17 times we tried recording this podcast tonight that Pooch was uh, finishing his um, his uh, live stream, I guess, and his little Periscope. I was uh, on that Periscope. I always am. Oh, you, were you watching it, though? I mean, yeah. everybody yeah, I was, on that I was watching. said, I mean, 
So True or false, Pooch seems pretty confident. So here's what Pooch said. He said that um, he's heard exactly what Stephen A. has heard, that the, he, the, everyone is very confident in Brooklyn. He, he feels that the Nets are front runners for Kevin Durant. He feels that the Nets have Kyrie Irving in the bag. He said it's pretty close to a done deal. Uh, but he's not going to celebrate yet until there's a pen to the paper. Okay. Because uh, things, you know, things can get weird. But he said it's as close to a done deal as there can be without officially being done. Uh, it's crazy, man. We're not used to getting good things. Is this really no. a good thing, though? Yes. I mean, like, of, if so- I would have told you two years ago that a- after we squeaked into the playoffs – that Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant wanted to come play for you. You're talking about two years ago today. But, uh, put it in a vacuum. Forget the injuries. No, 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 Forget- no, no, no. Two years ago today, though. Like, yeah. If you told me two, I would have said no because D'Angelo Russell would have been became an all star, and I would want to move forward with him. No, you wouldn't. Have. Yeah, I would have. Two years ago at this time, we had the yellow. We we did. But if I would have told you in two years we're getting KD and Kyrie. You would have been jumping for joy. Yeah. Yeah, you would have. Don't lie. Yeah. 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 I don't believe you. You definitely would have. I was a D-Law homer from the moment I heard saw that watch. watch. I know you are. And, and I give you credit for that. And you stayed a D-Law homer and you always believed in the guy. And his game was electric this season. And, and you called it. You say a lot of dumb shit. You make a lot of bad predictions. And you do a lot of 180s. We'll say this. You called D-Lo. What do we got going on in the background there? Are you having a party? You sound like he's fighting somebody. No, it's my dogs. Brandon's okay. fighting with his leopard bearded chinchilla. <laughs> Sounds like it. Dr. Doolittle down in South Carolina. <laughs> Dr. Doolittle. He's got like eight eight bearded dragons, a couple geckos, a couple lizards. No, I don't have any bearded dragons. Me and Tommy were talking about that. They're way too much work. How many of those? How many of those lizards sleep with you? Zero. Lion ass. <clears throat> how many of those dogs sleep with you? Just one. I have one dog, and my dog sleeps with me. Without your wife there? Well, the three of us sleep together. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Me and the dog? Where do you think the wife sleeps? Uh, on the couch. Brandon. <laughs> I'll take the next flight down to Charlotte <laughs> and backhand the shit out of you. Well, you never know. Some guys are like that. You know, kick their you wife are. out and make them go sleep on the couch. Isn't it usually the opposite? Doesn't the guy get kicked onto the couch? Not these days. Oh, not these days, 2019, we kicked the wives onto the couch? Yeah, that's what Joseph did. Oh, God. Yeah, dude. That's my- just kidding, That's she kicked up. me on the couch. That's messed up. No, she kicked me on the couch. Joseph doesn't want to talk about his personal life, although he did bring up that he only had $3 in his bank account. <laughs> well, to be fair, I have 800 something now. Which 800? 800? Wait. Let's get, let's, wait. Wow. All of it's going to be gone by the first. <laughs> I was about to say, rent's, rent's coming up. <laughs> All of it's going to be gone. Wait, wait, how much exactly do you have? $890? No, I have a twenty something. We got to get you to four figures. Yeah, we got to get you to four figures. Yeah, and I get to four figures when rents do, and then it's gone. 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, did Joe? Uh, one question for Bruce: Did you buy Joseph his barbecue? I can Joe buy the next one. No, because I asked him in the chat yesterday for his address again. And he never sent it. Oh. Send him his address, Joe. I, I, I will buy his barbecue Joe shirt right after this. And I, I know we can get t-shirts or sweatshirts, but did FA give us a tank top option? I don't think so. No. No, I. My wife got a, a sweatshirt. It looks pretty cool. Does it? Yeah, I have my Brooklyn Grit shirt. It's awesome. I wore it the other day after work. I'm wearing my T-shirt right now. Oh, nice. I love that. Brooklyn Grit. Uh, and after we sign some big names in this podcast, quadruples and listeners, we're going to get other people buying the shit. And where do you go to buy hope- this shit? Oh, uh, you go to flatbushinatlantic.com. Uh, I think they have another code running right now, but we're going to give our code since our code is good in perpetuity. Joseph, what, what, is, what is our code? What do you put in at checkout? Grit. You spell grit, Joseph. G-R-I-T. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's how you do it. Grit, G-R-I-T. You get 15% off your order. Go get your Nets gear. Uh, maybe, I mean, I'm F.A. is always on his game. So I'd imagine he has shirts designed already for possible free agents. Oh, I'd imagine sure he, he has that Kyrie flat earth shirt ready to go. I or, want a Kyrie flat earth tank top. You should always buy a barbecue Joe shirt. That's my favorite that's, shirt. And that's it's true. amazing. You not, make, you want to wear that to Barclays Center next year. You need him, he needs to make a butterscotch Brandon one. Butterscotch Brandon. Butterscotch Bruce. Brand, no, Brandon. You said you butterscotch pudding. Brandon on Twitter. Hey. Just jumping into random conversations, asking people what kind of food they like. Yeah, the new Brandon. I mean, it 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 makes the time go by fast, and it's fun. And he he thought he thought me and Omar were weird for liking vanilla everything. What was it? it was vanilla versus butterscotch? No, he just I just told him I like vanilla pretty much anything like cake, ice cream, whatever. And Omar agreed with me, and he said y'all two are nuts. You guys, you guys are like the biggest plain Janes. Neither of you have culture. You guys don't eat sushi. You don't eat anything fun. You get you guys. When those what do you eat? Stuff, what's, what's the wildest thing you have eaten, Bruce? I'll eat anything, dog. When, when those have, have you had those, octop- Have you had octopus? Have bro, you eaten ass on a regular basis? <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting, dude. I can't. Ew. Bro, it's twenty. <laughs> You're weird if you don't eat ass. <laughs> okay. This is going way too far. We're going back to the old. Uh, Bro, done. Gosh, <laughs> it just reminds right. me of when Mir and Oliver used to argue about that. Oh, God, I remember I, them talking about that all the time. I yeah. even asked, man, it's weird that this podcast just took a turn. Joseph, I blame you, bro. <laughs> oh well, fuck. I mean, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Getting back on track to you two uncultured heathens. When those food lists come out, like, have you eaten these 50 foods? Together, you guys get, like, 11, and I eat, like, 49 of them. It's not culture. I got culture. Yeah, you thought I was Southern, and I had, like, nine, and you had, like, what, 20 of them? Oh, like, yeah, like, 20 of them. You didn't even know what half of them were. <laughs> no culture, you two. All right, let's, uh, let's wind this down. We, we've been avoiding it. Let's get to it. Joseph. On Sunday, yes. Monday, whenever, whenever this shit finishes up, who is coming to Brooklyn? Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. You, you, you really think so? Put a number really on it. Put a percentage on it. Mm, I'm going to say 85%. I've, oh, I've felt like the past couple of weeks, it's like 
honestly, I feel way better about the chances today than I felt, let's say, three weeks ago. And also, I, I wanted to say this on the pod. I mean, honestly, I think – I don't know if many people think this like I do, but I think the injury really changed things. I don't think KD would want to go to the Knicks by himself with that injury because if he comes back not 100% and he doesn't win anything with the Knicks, that media is going to kill him. And if he goes to somewhere like Brooklyn where there's less pressure on him, and Kyrie's there, and a lot of other good pieces, Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie, Joe Harris. It's not – I feel like there's a lot less pressure, especially coming off that injury playing in Brooklyn than with the Knicks. One oh, – speaking like of Joe Harris, Pooch did say that Joe Harris could be a casualty. Why Why was that? Because we're still off 2.4 million of the max. Also depends on what the final cap number is going to be. I think. Yeah. Yeah, sure, but but the the max is tied to the cap number, so it gets a little tricky. Yeah. I always say I'm not a capologist, but I've been trying to learn, so I sound less ignorant on this podcast. The reason but why I he mean says that is because he's an expiring contract, so he could be expendable. Yeah, and uh, we could probably we could probably get a good pick for him too. We could probably get a first rounder. I think. But I just felt like with that with the injury, it just he, I don't think he. Especially with the injury, I don't think he wants to go to the Knicks by himself. I tend to agree. Uh, so, putting them separately, Kyrie, what, what do you think percentage Kyrie's here on Sunday? 98.9%. All right. And what about KD? I'll, I'll just say 85 for him. All right. So it, it, all right. So, that makes sense. So, it's 85 together. You really think Kyrie's coming. You have a feeling Kevin yeah. Durant's coming. Yeah, I, I I don't even like talking about in Twitter timeline because I can't wrap my head around it. I don't like I don't want to celebrate too early because all these Nick losers I'm sick of arguing about their attendance and their their all all these fans they have and all the fans that watch TV. So I'm saving my celebration. If it does happen, I'm calling WFAN, Boomer and Geo in the morning. I'm gonna call them on Monday and I'm gonna rip Geo a new asshole. Oh, the way he's treating Pooch. And you know what? A lot of people don't listen to him. Gio replaced Craig Carton, uh, who Craig was very popular in this town until he got arrested. Um, but Gio's been a decent replacement. My, my friends who listen to the fan, they do like Gio. But my problem with Gio is Gio is a guy who's been working his ass off for the last 10 years, working overnight shifts, working on holidays, working 2 to 5 in the morning when you got like 7 people listening. He finally got his big break. He's making it. He's with Boomer Sison. They're doing great. And he treats Pooch like a scrub. That was Gio two years ago. Gio was hustling his ass off to get into the spot he is today. And the way he treats Pooch, like, remember where you came from, bro. Pooch works his ass off for this team. This dude is at practice facility. He's at the game. He's doing interviews. He's not getting paid for this shit. He's busting his ass to try to make it, to try to get paid. And he does a great job for the Nets fans. And, and Gio just brushes him off like, like he, he's like a mosquito. Gio needs to remember where he came from. So I'm going to give him a piece of my mind on Monday if this shit comes to fruition. All right, my rant is over. Sorry. Got a little heated. Joseph, thank you. Brandon, go ahead. Uh, yeah, Gio's a bitch. <laughs> go ahead, Brandon. What's your prediction? What's happening? Uh, I'm team pooch all day. Okay. We yeah. understand that. What's <laughs> happening with agents, Dopey? Uh, Kemba Walker's going to Boston. Okay. Uh, D'Angelo Russell's going to L.A. Here, here's, here's what I think. I think D'Angelo Russell's going to sign for 
21, 22 million with LA. Uh, they're going to they're going to have 10 million in cap space plus their 5 million mid-level exception, and they're going to so build the, around that. In 21, they're going to spend another 10 on some players, and they're going to spend another five. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's a championship team if everybody can stay healthy. I agree. I think that's where he's going. Um, and then I think Kemba's going to Boston to replace Kyrie. Kyrie is a lock to Brooklyn, like everyone's saying. Kevin okay. Durant, I think, is coming to Brooklyn. Uh, I think Joseph is right. I think the injury really ch- changed a lot of things. I don't think he was coming here pre-injury. I think he was going to New York. Okay. Every every indication it was New York because he loved – I think he really wanted to revitalize that franchise. I think yeah, that's – that franchise, as much as we make fun of them, but they do have that allure that, you know, the Mecca, all that nonsense. Yeah. But, you know, people believe it. It's true. I and- really think that's where he was going. Um, and you can, people can say that I did a 180 or not, but rumors change every single day. You're going you- to form different opinions on certain things based on the reporting you get. And to so are you are you, are, are you admitting you're 180? And no, saying <laughs> I'm admitting I'm adapting. You sound like a politician. I adapt to the change. Mm. It's kind of okay. like it's kind of like Joseph when he was 12 years old. Do you think he still does the same things, or do you think he did a 180 and changed? Bro, you're almost a 30 year old man. We're not talking about 12 year old Joseph. I'm just saying. <laughs> but like what I was saying earlier, like the I think the sever- severity of the injury is. Like you, the history of the injury, you don't really come back the same. And, it, and if you go to the Knicks, no matter what, they're not going to pay attention to that injury. You're Kevin Durant. They're going to expect you to bring them a championship, you know? Oh. Here in Brooklyn, I just feel there's a lot less pressure. I mean, they are the sec, quote, unquote, second-tier team in New York. But, I mean, they've been the better team. They've had a better franchise the past however many years. But they're never going to look at it that way. They're, they're always going to be, like, technically second fiddle to the Knicks and they're not going to get as much media attention, but that's fine with me. And there's, and that's fine with me too, but I feel there's a lot less pressure on Katie. When, if he goes to Brooklyn, than if he goes to the Knicks, because if he doesn't win anything there, those fans, I feel like we'll just, they'll kill him. And a lot okay. of Katie doesn't like all this, all that media attention, you know, that much. He's not really into all that. Here's the thing though, Joseph, if, if Brooklyn does sign those two, do you know how much media Brooklyn is going to get? Yeah, I, and I, I I totally understand that, but how much more would it be if it was on the Knicks? Honestly, I don't know, but I can say that Brooklyn's in the exact same market, and every media outlet is going to want to cover the Nets. And I heard someone saying like Brooklyn's Brooklyn Nets have to get the same media the Knicks do, and I agree with that. But there's just a different level of. There's just a different level of interest if KD were going to the Knicks than the Nets. Like, even, I mean, I know Knicks fans are just idiots. Some of them are like, oh, the Nets are just, even if they get KD and Kyrie, they're still going to be irrelevant, which I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. They're just trying to find reasons like, oh, I don't care. Y'all can have them. Y'all still not going to be anything. It was just, just, I mean, I don't care about Knicks fans. It just, it just sounds stupid. Yeah, but the only argument they have these days is attendance. Attendance. That's and it. So, who cares about attendance here, here, or TV ratings? Here's the thing, Knicks fans. Won't you look at your winning percentage since the year 2000? Who has the most L's out of any Apparently team in the league just, from the year 2000? 
What do you say, Joseph? I said they, apparently they don't really care about winning. They just care about filling up the seats. <laughs> apparently, because they don't, they can't argue anything else. They, the- care, they, they care about Dolan, a.k.a. Uh, our girl Kristen on that's Twitter, converted Knicks to Nets fan, calls Dolan luck, Lucky Sperm Club, which is 100% that right. That speaks? You know what? That makes sense. The biggest Knicks haters have, are converted Nets fans. Yes, yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, Kristen is obsessed with the Knicks. Kristen, we love you. You are Knicks and obsessed. But we appreciate also, having you on this squad. Also, what I was thinking, I'm, it's not winning a championship with the Nets isn't as big as winning it with the Knicks, obviously. But when you think I disagree maybe, with that. Maybe, maybe KD would like to be the first person to, to deliver a championship for the Nets. And you they don't see, have an you see what you just spoke my mind. See, w- w- how wouldn't it be bigger to bring the very first championship to Brooklyn? Yeah, and honestly, I mean, it's Brooklyn. They haven't had a team since the Brooklyn Dodgers. I mean, a lot of people, like, Brooklyn's the biggest uh, borough in need. Grandma. What? Shout out Brandon's grandma, Brooklyn Dodgers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, the Brooklyn is the biggest borough in New York. I know it, the, they're, like you said, their attendance is down, the Nets are. But it's still, I feel like it would be huge to for Brooklyn to win a championship, especially it would be their first championship. Brooklyn championship since the Dodgers and it's just I think and it would be the Nets first ever NBA championship and uh, I know it would mean something to that city there's a lot of I mean even I think Max Kellerman talks about it a lot on first take about how Brooklyn it rings a bell around everywhere I mean like that's that's the biggest borough it's bigger than um, Manhattan it is I mean there's more, more with I think it was I think he said a million more people live in Brooklyn than Manhattan and, yep, 2.65 in, in Brooklyn, 1.65 in Manhattan, 2.4 in Queens. So yeah, 2.6 million people live in Brooklyn. Yeah, and you know so, how many – like, Joseph, to, to piggyback off what you're saying, you know how many people would hop on that bandwagon? You know how many kids aged 13 and under would be, yeah. would be shouting, Brooklyn. A lot. The place would go crazy. A championship would convert so many fans, so many young fans. It would do everything. Who cares about the Knicks? I'm sick of talking about the Knicks. Yeah, I mean – and the Knicks, it seems like I don't know about every free agent, but they're always apparently going to be in it for these big free agents, and they don't seem like they ever got it. I know they were with us in it for LeBron in 2010, and they didn't get him. I mean, it just and with all the dysfunction with like with Dolan, I just I think that's a big reason too. I don't think people think about it that much, but I think that's a big reason why players don't want to go there. I mean, you heard like three or four different players this week say they would. Pick the pick the Nets. I mean the Nets over the Knicks was I know Landry Shamit said it, Danny Green said it. Yep. Um, Enos Cantor was saying Brooklyn would be the best fit for KD. Iguodala. Iguodala. Oh, yeah. Um. Uh, the guy from the Jazz, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 uh, uh, my my prediction. I think Kyrie's coming. I I feel like it'd be crazy if he didn't come at this point. I am 50% on Kevin Durant. I, I don't know. I'm you guys are more confident than me, but I, 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 as I always say, I'm cautiously optimistic. I, I don't know. I, I just can't wait to be over. We got three days, boys. Less than three days. Less than three days. Uh, yeah, we got less than three days. 72 hours six... from now, Kyrie will be in net. Oh, boy. Uh, who, who's... I know we were talking about this in our group chat before. Uh, Joseph, who's the who's the first jersey you're buying? Kevin Durant. Well, Kevin Durant. If, if I if I figure out what Kyrie's number is, I might buy them both at the same time. But I'm not going to buy an 11 
a custom 11 or two and not knowing which he's going to take. That's true. Joe's will be back to $3 okay. in his bank account. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, first jersey you're buying? Uh, Kyrie Irving. Okay. So I think, I think he's sure. going to be a number two. So I think July or June 30th, I will probably buy a Kuki Kyrie Irving jersey before they go and, out. I got to get it. And what if it's, what if it's number 11? I don't think he's going to choose number 11 just out of respect to Brooke Lopez because for whatever respect. reason, I think they're going to retire that number. And, and half, half of, our, of our listeners will love that he wouldn't choose number 11 and the other half hate Brooke Lopez and would be like, who cares? Huh. It's true. Uh, my first jersey I'd buy if we got Katie and Kyrie, oh, I'm going to buy a Karis LeVert jersey. I already have that. Uh, I'm going to buy a Karis LeVert jersey because if we sign Katie and Kyrie, I'm telling you, and some people don't agree, that – that Karis extension is coming. It's coming before October. Pooch said Four years that it might not come. Why? Luxury tax. Okay. I, I hope we don't become one of those teams. If we sign KD and Kyrie and start worrying about luxury tax, our boy Justin Salkin is going to freak the F out. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And I'm going to freak out too. We got two billionaires. The guy who owns Alibaba – and a friggin' steel and oil magnet that own this damn team. Open the paycheck, boys. Don't piss me off. So yeah, open the paycheck at DeAndre Jordan because if we get if we get Kyrie and Kevin Durant, we can't have Jared Allen starting at the five. I'm sorry, that's not that's not winning. I don't think they would. DeAndre that's, over that's, 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 not, that's not winning. When when did you join us, Steve? What, <laughs> Steve? <laughs> I'm sorry, but he's not going to be ready to be bully or like go up against a Joel Embiid. He's not going to be ready. You're probably right, but we're talking two years from now. No, and, no and we're I, talking I, this year because Kyrie Irving is going to be pissed when he sees Jared Allen keep getting abused every single night. Well, I mean, I could see us making a trade. I could see us signing KD and Kyrie and then hitting up Houston and making that trade for Clint Capella. Oh, I don't think we're going to get quarter. Uh, I, don't I, I don't think that's going to happen. I still think you need to develop Jared Allen. You need to be preached patience, but he's not, he's not, he can't start on a championship caliber team. Well, Clint Capella has similar, similar issues. Like he, he's a good rebounder, shot blocker, but he, he get, I've seen him get abused in the post by bigger guys. Like I, it, I see him. Go ahead. He also has a, a tough time covering guys outside the paint. He's definitely better in the paint exactly. against the yeah. post-up guy than Jared Allen. Yes. First, but I, he's also a guy that gets abused outside the paint. And a lot of centers do. I mean, look, look at DeAndre Jordan. His offensive numbers are just about the same, but he's not getting the blocks anymore. As these guys get older and less athletic, the, I mean, there's few guys who can cover a Joel Embiid. Who would you trade for? Who would you bring in? Who would I bring in? Yeah. Tommy Brown. I don't, I, I don't mind Bryant. DeAndre. Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown. Yeah, close close to Kobe. Um, I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind signing DeAndre Jordan. I think that'd be a good signing. We'd have the MLE. We'd probably – who would I trade for? Dwayne Dedman. Dwayne Dedman. I would Brandon. love Dedman. Um, I, I don't know. You know, trade, in a you know, team like that, a- you would see how valuable Dwayne Dedman would be. You know Why? how much open lanes Kyrie and Katie would have if he if Dwayne Dedman like brought out the opposing big. That's true. Oh, wait till you see my boy Jared Allen popping those corner threes this year at thirty two percent. We'll see. Splash, splash. I don't. What if he only takes like four? 
He took no, take, he took a lot last year and he didn't make a lot. He's gonna take remember. he's gonna take two per game this year if he's on the I team think, and he's playing. Two per game. I think, he, I think he made one in one of the games I went to. I think it was I, San Antonio. I've never seen him make a three ever. Uh, I think it was a corner three. Yeah, that's all he's made. I've seen him make like four this year. Yeah, uh, and every single seen. time he shot, I kind of just like closed my eyes. He yeah. airballed one in Houston, I think. <laughs> not, not surprising. My biggest um, concern was him shooting those like in crunch time. Like, what are you doing? Kenny yeah. was in the green light for a while, and then those last 20 games, Kenny told him to slow it down with those threes. Um, all right. Let's wrap this thing up. We'll see you. We'll see you Sunday. I don't know what Brandon and I are doing. Maybe a live stream. Joseph is a uh, camera shy. I, gonna, you know, Joseph's going to suck it up. We're going to put a solo. He can even like go on camera, put like a like a bath curtain around him so no one can see him, but he can talk. I'll put my son on the live stream while I talk. Perfect. 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 So, I, we're going live. live stream. Yeah, we're going Brandon, live. You, you got to figure out that technology because well, so you're, you're, you're our tech. Hey, I was just joking, about, but, okay. about three hours before the thing, we got to get it all set up. We're going to have to get periscopes. We're going to have to test it out. We're just going to have yeah. to try it out and get ready. That's before, on you, kid. You're, you're the tech guy. You tell me what to do. All right, we'll go. We'll, we'll, we'll get together about two hours before free agency opens. We'll mess around. That way it's going to go by quicker. Sounds good to me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to go to Flatbush in Atlanta. Get your gear. We got tanks for summer. We got some USA 4th of July Nets gear. Use the code GRIT at checkout for 15% off. Uh, we're excited, man. We're excited as a podcast. We're excited and nervous as a fan base. No matter how you feel about getting rid of D'Lo and signing the big boys, it's an exciting time one way or the other. That, that's my final thought. You guys got anything? Nope. Wow. No. Brandon doesn't have something for once? Holy shit. Uh, I'm just ready for Sunday, man. That's crazy. And Joseph? Oh. I'm very happy that you got a lot of speaking time tonight. I do have one question for all of our audiences. Yeah, go ahead. This is a very important question. Which do you okay. prefer, cookies or brownies? Oh, oh God. God. Cookies, cookies or brownies? Oh, God. Oh, shut up, Butterscotch Brandon. <laughs> butterscotch Brandon. Brainless Butterscotch Brandon. No, that's brainless, Bruce. Brainless Butterscotch Brandon. <laughs> and, and, uh, I got a little caught up. I've had some crazy couple weeks, but the uh, I got my buddy working on the website. Um, we have to start interacting with the fans more, whether we do voicemails or calling questions. That's what this pod's lacking. This pod needs to interact with the people. Joseph, you've been doing a good job with the Twitter account. Excuse you. Are you going to give me yeah. my props? Come on. Brandon, you've been okay, too. Joseph does a great Joseph gets the viral tweets. I get the viral tweets. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, we need more fan. We need to start doing fan questions. Where the fans of the Brooklyn Grit ask us dopey guys what we think about different things. Yeah, ask me. Cookies or brownies? Yeah, cookies and brownies. As Steve said before on Twitter, both are good, but you got a lot more options with cookies. So I'm with Steve. Uh, a lot more versatile. Chocolate chunk brownies are amazing. Vanilla or chocolate? Chocolate. Vanilla frosting? Or are we talking about cake? Or just in general? In general. Chocolate. Oh, chocolate. Oh, you suck. Yep. Vanilla. Boring Joseph. Boring ass Joseph. All right, I'm wrapping this up. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Love you fans. Very excited for Sunday. Brooklyn Grit listeners, we love you. Go Nets. Go Nets. Go Nets.